Welcome to Two Chicks Talk Writing. I'm Isabella. And I'm McGee. Welcome to our show. So McGee, we're talking about writing groups and critique groups and writing sprints. In your mind, what's the difference between a writing group and a critique group? I think of a writing group as mostly a social element of it, encouraging each other, maybe sharing latest software you found or you know, whatever uh, information about a, a new publishing magazine or, or something. Uh, I think of critique groups as people that are exchanging portions of, of written materials in some manner, whether you read it out loud to each other or you email it or you hand them a copy and then they make their suggestions and comments on, onto your work. And then uh, sprint groups, it could be either of those, I suppose, but all of the ones that I have been in are just simply a motivator to get you to start writing at a certain time and to stop writing at a certain time, just, get as many words down on the paper as you can. You can't edit a blank page. So fundamentally sprinting solves that problem. So basically the purpose of sprinting is just to get the words on the page. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, just a random bunch of words, but you're trying to get, it's kind of stream of thought. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Writing and critique groups, do they work? Love them? Hate them? Hate them. Hate them? Hate them. So what kind of writing groups have you done? Online? In person? Uh, you no, know, no in-person ones. I have done online ones um, as part of a class where everybody goes through and they critique everybody's work. So I would consider that a critique group. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of them because oftentimes, you know, the instructor always has to say, this is constructive criticism. It's not to tear somebody apart or shred their manuscript or, and there's always that one or those one or two people in class who feel like they're vindicated if they can shred somebody's manuscript. And I I think that's counterproductive. I think that it does the exact opposite in some in some ways for some people who maybe their self-esteem their writing self-esteem is not as uh, well developed and so I think that oftentimes it can do more damage than good that's just my opinion and that's Mm -hmm. you know one of the reasons uh, not why I, I don't participate in them I think that I'm happy to Um, look at someone's manuscript and give them some advice. I try to remember that, you know, they have feelings and the person on the other end, instead of just kind of going in and just slash and burn and say, you know, this is crap and blah. Right. Right. Um, I know you have had experience in this. So tell us about your experience. I have. And I guess I would clarify that what you're talking about is not the same as a beta reader that might look at your, sort of right. complete manuscript or, or chapters and give you feedback as what, what they might think. That's, this is more of 
other authors that you're working with. So I, I just would want to make sure people could understand that. I have done in-person writing groups way back in the day, and it became really obvious that some of them didn't know what in the blazes they were talking about. And so there was such a broad level of experience. And I found most of the people were more of what you were talking about, trying to shred each other to gain that foot up and, you know, to really... And you could tear apart any book. I mean, you could, I mean, <laughs> you know, every book that's out there, you could have a, a difference oh, of sure. opinion, you know, sure. but it's in, and that's what it is, opinions. And so, and it takes a while to develop that thick skin to not take those, you know, personally. And on the other side of the coin, I've had problems sometimes turning my ears on to hear what they're really trying to say. And just, uh, I'm stuck. I know this is great. What do you mean? You know, you know, like this. Are you kidding me? So yeah, so I think it can go both both directions. But um, I have done most of my writing groups online, actually. Pre-COVID, uh, we had a group that would get together at a certain time, certain day of the week, and we would do what we called sprints. Mm -hmm. uh, and our rules for a sprint were that we start and stop at X number of minutes, usually half an hour, sometimes 45 minutes, and you just try to crank as many words out as you can in that amount of time. So you don't look up stuff on the internet. You don't get lost in some deep dive to find out how many colors of eyes certain kind of horse could have or whatever, you know. And if you right. have a thing, my, my personal thing is I put in a triple X if I need to look something up later because I would never put that in my story. And I could do a find in Word. And then every time I find one, I'm like, oh, I need a name for that character. Or what color car did I say he have? And then I, I don't have to look it back up. I can just make a note to do it later. So it's more like a NaNoWriMo. These, these writing sprints are kind of like a 30-day NaNoWriMo chopped yes. down into like an, 20 minutes or half yes. an hour or an hour. Yes. And I, I've done them like once a week. I have a group now um, through some Facebook people. We meet twice a week in the morning and some people are there every time. Some drop in and out um, as they can. Uh, I think the difference for me is like with the nano contests for those of you who haven't seen, there's all kinds of seasonal ones now, but it's basically a 30 day writing challenge and you try to get 40,000 words done. And some people go to the extreme of they won't even delete a wrong word because they don't <laughs> reduce their word count. So, I mean, there's some, right. but they, they have online tallies that you do and you get little badges and stuff. So it is encouraging. And there's local events you can go to. There's usually a local coordinator mm -hmm. for your county and that, and you can meet at the library for an hour. That reminds me of toddlers playing in the sandbox. You really don't play with each other. They each have their own truck. They're just next to each other. They're both happy. And it's kind of the same thing. The writing people didn't really talk to each other. We didn't really, we just sat down, wrote like hell and got out of there. So, and every one of them made fun of my romance books. So I didn't find it particularly... Um, you know, you write romance, what? <laughs> like, really? As I've said before to you, I am one of those people who likes to s set up expectations. And I think that from my experience in being in these kind of so-called critique groups, 
I think that a lot of people just kind of go in there and think, oh, they're going to love my stuff. It's going to be great. And then they go into their first one and they come out defeated, mm-hmm. just devastated that they feel like their manuscript got shredded. You know, they, they thought they were doing better and then they come out of that and they want to suddenly give up writing. What kind of goals or expectations would you give to a writer who's thinking about joining a critique or a writing group? Because a writing group and a critique group are two different things. So I have had some of my writing groups blend into what I would call now in hindsight, more of a critique group where we send each other chapters and things. I think you have to be aware that the people you're sharing your stuff with may not know any more than you do. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to get an English professor that's dallying with a writing group in their spare time that's going to maybe be at the library with the rest of you. So, I mean, they may have a thing going, but um, so there is some of that, you know, wanting to belong, fear of missing out. But um, for me, I just use it as a motivation to, to, to write, to get my hiney in the chair for a certain set time to make a word count, even if everything else in my life is chaos and I haven't written in weeks, those 20 minutes I'm in the chair and I'm, I'm cranking some words out. So it eventually, you know, you have something, but I, I think you'll see a lot of books released in December, even of people who have written it in November and they think it's done and it's a hot mess and it's, it's up on, you know, for sale. They're like, yeah, I just wrote this. It's up. I'm like, Dude, really? Who edited this thing? Oh, I did. Oh, perfect. Can't wait to read it. <laughs> yeah, I've actually seen NaNoWriMo pitch fests where people can go and pitch. They line up, you know, three or four agents or six agents from different publishing agencies. And uh, you pitch your NaNoWriMo book to them. And I thought, maybe you would want to get that edited first. I'm just thinking because nobody's that great of a writer out of the gates. Well, and 3,000, 2,500, whatever words you're trying to do, that's a lot of words. Topic for another day, you know, pants or a plotter, you know, do you, do you have an outline right. of some sort before you start and trying to write 40,000 words with no idea where you're going seems impossible to me at least in a short term, I had to come up with at least a daily goal. I did nano once. It was a lot of fun. I thought I got the t-shirt and stuff. I thought that was nifty and met some other writers and that was pretty nifty. So I'll give it the fact that I got 40,000 words written, I think 45 in the end, whether any of them are redeemable or not, I don't know, because I realized after I wrote it, it was part of a series and there was another book that needed to go before that one. So I haven't looked at it in a year and a half. So I'm, I'm about to, and I think I'm probably going to have nuggets of delight and nuggets of horror. <laughs> Who wrote so would this you trash? <laughs> would you say somebody who's looking at joining a writing group, their expectations would be, or a critique group, what would, their, what, what would they expect to get out of? We know those are two different things, critique group and a writing group. I mean, the expectation of a writing group would be you're going to sit down and write for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 
15 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, whatever length of time it is. Their expectation would be to get a certain amount of words out, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think you would assume you would get support. You know, it's like going to Thanksgiving dinner at a friend's house. You just never know what that family's going to look like till you get there. So there are people definitely building themselves up by crushing you. So those, those people are out there. And on the other side of that coin, now you're going to be expected to read the work of four or five, 10 other people that are in this group. So now you have a commitment back to them. You have to ask yourself, what are they looking for? How do I give them feedback, even on a short chapter? And some people are going to hand you the same chapter 15 times and you have to keep smiling and keep rereading it and uh even after your eyes are bleeding after yes the yes and this, the same thing you've said 14 times is still there and they ask what you think about the difference and you can't tell <laughs> any difference at all so your comment is still the same the first time as it was the 14th time exactly and now at the 15th time i'm still having the same comment right right and I think I, if, you know for new writers especially that camaraderie i mean writing is such a solitary thing. You know, I think the internet probably has changed some aspects in terms of social media. You know, you can talk with other writers, but you can see stuff that people have put, you know, on Twitter. Hey, other writers, what do you think about this? And you're like, hey, can't you Google? <laughs> Are you asking us? <laughs> so let me ask you this. Is there some do's and don'ts in writing groups when you're at Let's, let's tackle writing groups and then we'll tackle critique groups. What are the do's and don'ts in, in your opinion for a writing group? Well, as a member of the group, I think a don't should be, don't say anything that would be near a critique without making it a compliment sandwich. And what I mean by that is I love that your characters are, so tall. I, I wish that we talked less about what their car looked like. And I really find it interesting that neither of them played basketball. You know, whatever you can pull out of that, you know, make that little critique sandwich. So it takes a little of the, the smack out of it. So if you're going to, if you're going to say something, say something that is constructive mm -hmm. and some, something positive mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. they have it, it it sounds like you're trying to buffer the critique, you know, by by giving them something, a nugget they can hold on to when you drop the, yeah, you know, this part really sucked. I know mm -hmm. you're not going to say it in that way, but um, yes, yes. I'm, not, I'm not sure how this is relevant to the book. So you might want to think about taking it out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No one wants to hear their story is stupid. I would certainly encourage people to write, but know that when you are in a room full of other newbie writers, not only is the feedback they give you suspect, but you're going to have to give feedback too, and it's not going to always be well-received or even listened to. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I was in a group where we shared stories. Do you worry about your work being stolen or plagiarized? 
initially I did. Maybe, let me, let me be a little more succinct. As I said, I was in a writing group where we all submitted short stories. Once a month, we all would submit short stories. I actually had a story that was take plagiarized. Uh, it was a, it was a story. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say who the well-known author is. Um, but it was the, the next, I read the blurb to this novel and it's my short story that I had submitted into this group for wow. feedback, for reading. And they had taken, and it was a, it was a, a short story I was going to turn into a book. Now I can't turn it into a book. Mm-hmm. So I, and that was another reason why I don't do writing groups you know that it wasn't the first time that happened it's happened to me twice and so are you ever concerned that sharing your work might end up being in someone else's book now I am for sure uh I have I have put a few things online you know free short stories and stuff and Mm -hmm. I hadn't really thought about too much what other people might do with that I think in some ways you know, a fanfic thing would be cool. Somebody loved your story. They were adding on it. Oh, you missed the angle. They're going to write about it. That would be really cool. But um, somebody taking your whole idea and making a whole new book and now you can't mm-hmm. write it. And yeah, I'd be pretty mad. Gosh, you know, you'd really, you really hate to think that somebody would, would do that to you. But having had it happen to me, I have to say that it is eye-opening and this is one of those situations where I think a lot of times authors in their, in their zeal to, to get some feedback or to get the attaboys, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. some attaboys, prematurely release their stuff out there without thinking about copyright and protections and things like that. Only because it's happened to me twice now. Wow. Twice. Yeah, now I'm starting to think about that, but. Uh, <laughs> so let me, well, you know what? Look, I, I think that if I were to, if somebody asked me for advice on whether they should join a critique group or a writing group, my, my, one, my first question would be, are we sharing work? Am I verbally reading something and someone's giving me feedback? Am I giving you a written piece? that you can mark up on the spot? Am I giving you a digital piece for you to have and mark up and, and send comments back? Do I have, here's, a, I, would, I would you know ask, do I have any say as to how I can ask someone for feedback? Uh, can I say, hey, I'm, I think I might have a plot hole. Can you look to see if I have a plot hole? That's all I'm interested in. Can I give, can I make sure that I get pointed feedback as to, is there growth? Are these characters flat? Are they, you know, fat and fluffy and full of details and, or are they, you know, road thin and and put away wet? Do I have the ability to ask them questions? 
And what kind of constructive feedback, what are the rules for constructive feedback? Have you as a group established a set of rules, kind of like battle rules? You know, have you established a set of battle rules that you shouldn't say this or you can't say that? And if you say, you know, you can't be negative. And it, it sounds silly to say that, but having been in this business, and I have been shredded by one of the best, let me say that, as someone who has been edited by what I consider one of the best writers and authors in this industry. And we're friends to this day. We're still, we're good friends. It still hurts. It still smarts a little. You get, you know. But I think that you, there should be some rules or you, know, you should be asking those things. Of, of your critique group. Do I have to critique other people's work? How many do I have to critique? Is it a one-for-one one kind of thing? You know? So I think those are some things people joining a critique group should ask. Is it a big critique group? Is it a small petite critique group? Is it a genre-specific critique group? Because as you said, in your group, you said you wrote romance and everybody snickered and went, oh, Mm-hmm. You know, that matters because then you feel like, oh, well, I'm not worthy to be in this group because I write romance. Uh, you know? Well, I'm old enough. I just thought there were jack wagons, but then it does. Sure. <laughs> it does sure. make me never want to go and do an in-person uh, nano event again because I just don't, I don't need their feedback and, you know, I can get just as much right. encouragement and, you know, I, I, I think it comes back to your expectations. I thought that I was going to meet some like-minded folks and have some camaraderie and, and there was a tiny That's not bit what of, happened. There was a tiny bit of that, but not much. And now a tip of the day from the writer's toolbox. My tip of the day would be to learn to work your craft and to keep learning. There are many books on writing. Uh, There are a lot of articles online. There are magazines you can subscribe to. You can take classes and workshops both online or in person. And all of these things will help improve your writing. The bottom line is your your book has always got to be the best it can be. And there's always more things we can learn. If you have something you want to hear us talk about, make some comments below. Check out our Two Chicks Talk Writing website at number 2 chicks talk writing.com you'll find all of our past podcast episodes there as well as some tools and tips and freebies you can download you can also check out our facebook page two chicks talk writing and our instagram at two chicks talk writing